0: A very warm hello to our Radio Boundout listeners. I'm sorry, doctors, and psychology one of my colleagues with, and friends uh, that we work together. And today we are going to continue our conversation from yesterday, which was about organization and also um, the um, success in life is about so many um, issues that um, when we open our mind to, uh, happens. So it's not just some people are born to be successful. Uh, I really um, thank Dr. Rockers yesterday for his own experiences that he shared, and also talking about the book that has changed his way of looking at life and his success. And now we are going to continue today uh, about the organization, the system we create, and also what we can do to be successful.
1: We talked about the first two skills, the experiencing doing, which means bringing together, having a lot of experiences. So you bring that into yourself that you have those and you carry those around with you. And then also you make connections. That's the first level. Those are things that we ourselves can just go out and do. A couple of other things she talks about the middle two one is called showing belonging. Showing belonging really means that you demonstrate in whatever organization or context you're in, that you demonstrate actions and behaviors as if you own that thing and not in a bossy way, but you take care of things. I've mentioned somebody before that Larry, who was a physical therapy assistant and at the, the pain clinic where I worked and he came in early and he stayed late and he organized things. He treated the, the business as if it were his own. When I was president of SVPA, that was, that was what I kept telling myself. How, if I owned this business as a business, how would I want to do it? And what that means is that there may be things that you're doing that you have to do that nobody else is going to do or won't do or won't think of. You just take care of it and you get it done. You try to set it up so that other people will be involved and can be involved and can benefit from, but you do what needs to be done. I guess that's the short way of saying it. And when you do that, people notice. If you work in an organization and you do stuff like that, you show that you care, show that you belong, that is, goes a long, long
0: way. It's huge. I think this is really, really important issue that you mentioned. Even if you remember when you started talking about conference, and I said I'm in, and I, and I seriously, wholeheartedly, I put myself into this.
1: You I did. Thought, you did a wonderful
0: job, by the way. Well, I appreciate it, but I'm. I really felt that you need a big hand because people around, I didn't see in them you know, doing what you needed them to do. So I thought I have to support you. And I remember it was just like, this is my job. I need to make sure this conference is running well. I know that the presenters, all those big issues was on your hand, but I knew that all those details that was also important. It's my job. And I put myself into that And I know even when we were hiring at the place I was working as an administrator, I never forget that people who were really experienced in hiring, one thing they said, they said, don't always think that you want to find someone who is expert in this field because, yes, they're good, they do the job. But I always think about people who, in different situations, can run the job as if this was theirs. And how would they handle this in different situations? And I learned from that. And I remember we wanted to hire a secretary to help the other secretary who had a lot of work to do. And many people came, many applicants, and we were interviewing. And there was a very young um, woman, very young at that time, especially her appearance. Uh, appearance. So. When we interviewed her, she said she works for a coffee shop, and she actually opens the coffee shop, and she's there, and she was talking about her job. And I remember my boss said she would be a good employee. And at that time, I thought, you know, someone who is working at coffee shop, how could she be a good secretary? You know, And of course, she had passed all those parts of the job that they needed, like, you know, being a fast typer, um, being, you know, this and that, and she had done all this and she had passed, otherwise she wouldn't be interviewing. But then um, they hired her. And I was just part of the interview. And I didn't seriously think that she would be the exact person we need. But she turned out to be the best because of the ownership. And I really thought my boss was absolutely right. Someone who opens the coffee shop at 5.30 in the morning, as young as she was. And someone who cared so much that none of the days this coffee shop was closed at the time it was supposed to be open. So showed the responsibility, showed that at that age, young, she gets up early, she understands her responsibility and she's there. And the ownership she had when she was talking about her job and sure enough, in the new job, she was the same. And I think that ownership is amazing because it just brings so much of you in the work.
1: It re- You are so right. I was talking recently with someone who has done lots of research in the education field. And what were they saying? They were talking about that in the as we go forward in the future, what is even more important than the specific technical skills are what's called soft skills. It's probably a misnomer, but it is, can you get along? Can you be part of a team, either as a team member or a team leader or both? Probably both are important. You know, once you be, once you try to be a team leader, you're going to be a lot better team member. Yes, right, because you know what problems people go through as a team leader, it's not easy.
0: Yeah, so leadership is something that they're teaching the students from early on, and uh, that's right. It, yeah, no, this is really important because a good leader could be a good member, as well as you said. You know, when you learn to be a good leader, then when you can run a group well, when you can be you know, at a situation to make good decisions, you also are a good part of the community. And in in the society, you're building your skills um, to have more um, power and become more powerful in your life. So it's important. There's so many skills we need to learn from childhood that um, we feel like now they're getting into it and they're teaching the children early on. But also it's from, um, you know, just wanting to, because some people are open so much as we talked yesterday, uh, that openness helps to gain more information, to learn more. Some people don't want to listen. I don't know whether this is ego or, you know, they're filled with what they know. And some people, as much as they know, they leave it open You know, so they can add more. And how can we teach that?
1: Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, I was definitely uh, guilty of that. I thought I knew everything and I didn't thought I knew better than everybody else. I don't really think I was that good of an employee. I'm sure I wasn't. It is because I've been able to reflect and look back on it that I realized, "Uh, okay, that's not the best way. And I really got a good sense of that leading the organization, too. That's where you really begin to see, oh, okay, how important it is to help out, to show belonging. And you can show belonging no matter what level your position. Of course, the president or the leader of the organization should show belonging, definitely. Everybody, there's a big outcry when the president of the United States does not show belonging, like they go off and do something else while there's a major catastrophe in the US. That's looked down upon. That's not really showing belonging as much. That's kind of arrogant or disregarding but showing belonging can be done at any level yeah entry level employees show belonging if you show belonging as an entry-level employee and you do it not in an arrogant way you will move up in the organization Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's as simple as that you will move up you will be noticed
0: yes yes you will
1: be celebrated
0: people see that people see how energetic you are how willing you are how Uh, positive you are, how much you want to give to the organization, and people see that really well from top down, from down, down, down up. They all see that. If you are working for an organization, you see how people talk about different things and talk about different employees, and people see how well you are adjusting yourself to the environment, how well you are adjusting to the rest of the workers, there. Um, how open you are to networking, how open you are to help out because it's not just what we do. It's jumping in when there's need for help. It's jumping in, you know, to give in because it's easy to always separate yourself and pull yourself out just because you say you're busy, you don't want to do it. But even in friendship, even in every aspect of life, You know, putting yourself into that, supporting and helping—it's just something that is um, is shown. It's people know it, people see it, and it's just for the sake of your own improvement. It's not to show to anybody. It's just to expand your own abilities and capabilities and your goodness. You know, it's nothing more than that when it comes because. If you do all of this, you're not going to maybe even get paid more, or you're not going to give back from friends or from organization that you're working. There's just something very personal that makes you feel good that you did the best of you could, whether it's friendship, whether it is partnership, whether it is just uh, you know in your personal life, as much as you can... Uh, show that um, love of being part of anything you do. I think that brings back to you in life. It
1: it definitely does. I like to talk to my clients about how can you add more positive energy to the universe? It's a good way of operating to think about how can I add more positive energy to the world around me today? Whether that's saying hi and smiling at someone or complimenting someone or doing something a little bit extra. When we do that, we add to the positive energy of the universe, which makes us feel good as well. Showing belonging in an organization is doing that very thing.
0: I remember at the beginning when I uh, came to United States, I was always um, really amazed of how people uh, keep their um house uh, outside uh, so the elevation they call it is really nice in neighborhoods there's always their lawns are really beautiful they have flowers in front of the house and i always appreciate that and i thought you know this is this makes the neighborhood look really nice and you've been in neighborhood that you see that people don't take care of their outside of the house so uh, it just doesn't look clean and nice. And then you come to another neighborhood, everything is just so beautiful. And I was reading something about beautifying your surrounding will bring more energy, not only to you, but to other people. And then I related this to the life of Americans here in the United States and how much they care about, you know, their their houses. the the elevation, the looking good inside and outside is more, I think, part of the culture. Uh, But that um, mindset, that beautifying your surroundings makes um, positive energy for the environment, for people who are in that environment. And then I was just thinking, just think about it, drive by, some of these neighborhoods, and look at the places that they're beautiful, as you're passing, all of a sudden, your attitude changes, you just love it, you keep saying, Oh, look at that beautiful flowers, Oh, look at this color. And it changes your mood.
1: It changes your mood. Absolutely true. You know, something as simple as I've, oh, let's get to let's take a break. And then I will start up
0: منندگان عزیز رادیو بام داد من به همراه دکتر دانیل راکرز امروز در خدمهتون هستیم و صحبت میکنیم راجب راجبه ادامه صحبتمون از دیروز که چقدر خوبه که ما مرتب هم خوونهمون رو نگه داریم هم در کارمون، همین که چه دلایلی باعث موفقیتمون نه تنها خوشحالی خودمون و بقیه میشه و از اونجایی جایی که همیشه صحبت ما ادامه پیدا میکنه به جاهای مختلف میره، از مباره مختلفی که در زندگی میتونیم مثبت باشیم و به ما کمک بکنه صحبت می کنیم برمیگردیم و ادامه صحبت این رو میدیم دکتر دانیل راکرز هستیم در خدمتون و دنباله صحبتمون رو اگر تازه رادیاتون رو باز کردین در مورد اینکه ما چقدر میتونیم در زندگی مثبت اگه باشیم هم به خودمون کمک کنیم هم به محیطمون و هم اطرافمون هم کارمون و ما با ارگانیزیشن یعنی مرتب بودن یه سیستمی داشتن در ارگانیز کردن خودمون شروع کردیم. You wanted to talk about something when we went on the break.
1: You were yes, you were talking about driving into a neighborhood and seeing some of the beauty that's in there and just feeling good about it. We can do something like that even on a very small scale for ourselves, something simple. And the example I was thinking of for myself, was I have a maple tree in my back patio area. And I've seen these little, little bitty seedlings that were popping up. And earlier this year, I thought, you know what? I I did. I want more of these Japanese maple trees, but I didn't really want to go buy them. So I found some little pots and I repotted the tree, took them out of the soil, the little seedling, treeling seedling and put them in there. And I've got four of them out there right now. But, Every morning I go out and I take a look at them and I just love how lacy fine those leaves are and that they're growing and I can see them sprouting new leaves. And to me, that's just one small thing, but it adds to my good feeling. We can do little things like that every day.
0: And and we learn this by experience. We uh, We see these things when we are younger we can put um, feelings or emotions uh, added to these. But as we experience, and especially in our field, as we work more with patients and we are trying to tell them that life has so many good things to be happy about and has so many, um, you know, opportunities that we can focus on those rather than negativity. And because we are doing that, We see these things more and we appreciate it ourselves. And that's why we want to give it back and talk about it in our show so that our listeners can also see the beauty around them. And as you said, you know, planting little things, it just gives you motivation, uh, you know, to water them, to watch them. It just adds to your life, little things like that even.
1: Right. They add up they add up and then you think about that for at the end of the day how many things have I done which added to my good feeling in other words I'm part of the universe at large that if I added good feelings to myself I added to the uh, positive energy in the universe it's a good way to think how can we all contribute we're all part of this whole world
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, one of, I think one of the things we can do is beautifying the the little places that we have that other people can enjoy as well. If it's a little, um, you know, garden, um, you know, that people, when they pass, they enjoy, even if it's just planting some flowers, a little trees. I know some people live in a um, complexes that It's run by their uh, association and they can't do anything extra. But um, as I pass by neighborhood, sometimes I see that some people are taking care of their um, patio that is uh, showing from outside. And uh, it's just uh, not only for they themselves, I'm sure, is attractive and um, it just gives positive energy but anyone passing by as well. So this is a little example. And then we were talking about uh, the skills for success and success, how do we actually define success? You know, I mean, success is little things like that.
1: It is very true. And I think the answer to your question is that success is, there's not one predetermined definition. It's for ourselves. how do we, Probably how do we feel good for some, for a lot of people, feeling good means moving ahead, Mm -hmm. often means making more money, not excessive, not in an egocentric way, but it means improving our skills. It means making more money. It means moving ahead. It means being connected in the world, things like that. These are all things that we know from psychology are key to a fulfilling life. So probably success, I would think, means living a fulfilling life.
0: yeah, so there's a cliche about success, that how much achievement you have, you know, the, whether it's your job, whether it's the money you make, the way your life looks like. but uh, success to me is how you feel, as you said, about yourself, you know uh, are you happy in your life? That's a success. So, we can define success in different ways. Um, If achievement, accomplishments is the way you look at life, then when you get to it, you feel you're successful. But in general, successful is when you are taking care of yourself to physically be uh, healthy as much as you can because some of the health is traits that we receive from genes, from heredity, is biological. But um, there are also our first job is taking care of ourselves as much as we can. Of course, we can help those genetic and heredity part. But at least we know that, for example, if you don't walk, if you don't have more movement, you are losing muscle. So we need to keep that. So and then when you think about that, this is this is a part that we need to pay attention to. So part of the success is that, are we keeping ourselves healthy? The other part of the success is, am I thinking um, to do something for my mind? So we know that um, exercise, uh, nutrition, not only helps your physical, but also helps your mind as well. And then on the side, there's so many hobbies, there's so many things we can do to keep ourselves moving uh, in a,
1: positive way it's so very true so we've talked about last in our yesterday's episode we talked about the first two skills the experiencing doing and showing or risking linking and then in this today's we talked about showing belonging and the other one so showing belonging is within an organization It's when I am in some sort of an organization or corporation. And the other one is called exhibiting specializing. This comes back to the idea that there are things that each of us do, which we do well and probably a lot better than other people. There are certain things that we all have specializations in. And they may not even seem related to our job. But it's important, she says, Dr. Scheel says in her book, it's important to make sure that other people on the job know what some of our specializations are and to think creatively about how we can apply those. So for example, somebody who um, is in data processing but has a hobby of photography may seem like they're not related. They may be related, may not be related, but such a person could capture some moments of the events that they do or the work that they do, put it on the website, put it in some sort of a newsletter or an email. They could make posters from it like we're motivational to put up in the workplace where people see themselves working, all different kinds of things. And it's a way that if the person hadn't thought to bring their own specialization into that workplace and let people know, they may never have had that opportunity. But by doing so, then they begin to be seen as even more than what they were before.
0: Yeah, I can relate to that. Because now, as you were talking, I was thinking of teachers I was working with. There were some teachers that they were um, musical players, they had bands, and there were some teachers that they were photographers and had amazing photography um, gallery that... uh, throughout life they had built for themselves. Um, they had so many other talents that gradually when I got to know that, we um, actually attended their bands, we purchased tickets. You know what I mean? It's like, uh-huh. and then I actually hired one of our teachers as a photographer to take some pictures at one occasion. So, I mean, you get to know the talents of people if they wouldn't show how would you know? But then it adds to you. So whenever you talk about this person, you go, know, oh, they, they're they also an instrument player. They're very good in this. And they're very good in that. It just brings another um, opportunity in your life. Another,
1: another dimension.
0: Yeah, another dimension. Yes.
1: So exhibit some sp- some of your specializations if you think about that too that's taking some risk as well we're opening ourselves up we're showing something that we do we try it out i think one of the keys in all of these things is to realize there are some risks to them they're not always it's not always easy to do these things and doing it doesn't mean that there will always be an immediate payoff right away Sometimes nothing will happen. Sometimes it will seem like nothing is happening, but things are actually happening. Like you were mentioning a few minutes ago, people do notice and then people do talk as well. They notice somebody doing really well. Generally, they will say it to somebody else to talk about, or, hey, did you see how so-and-so did that? That's pretty impressive. So- and the other
0: way around is also true that uh, I want our listeners to pay attention to As we said, people see everything. If you're nagging, if you're negative, if you are cutting off from work, if you are being absent a lot, if you do minimum, if you don't give in, um, you don't share. I mean, all of that is noticeable. As much as when positive things are noticeable, negative things are noticeable. So how do we want to show up in the society? How do we want to show up in the workplace? how do I want to show up with my friends, the little things that we do, it just gives a whole perspective of who we are. So it's so important to watch that, and and ask ourselves, do I want to be this person? Or do I want to be that person? And I know, sometimes we may run into people who say, you know what, I don't want to do this for people, because one time, it just happened that I was giving so much. And then this happened, that happened. And that's fine. You learn and you move on. You don't want to change your behavior due to the fact somebody didn't do their thing or they behaved differently. So you don't want to really those negativity that is on your way change you. And you don't want to revenge. You want to actually show the universe who you are and how you show up, you know, And we have to keep ourselves, keep telling ourselves, we are human beings. Even it has happened to me sometimes that sometimes you get discouraged. Sometimes you're disappointed. Sometimes you feel like I've done this and that, but what did I see? But immediately just think, this is who you are. This is who you want to be. If the other person or people don't do their part, that doesn't mean you want to show otherwise. You know, this is who you are and you want to show up uh so we are uh, at our second break and we come back to continue our conversation shonavanegan aziz radio bomb dad agar taze radiotuno bas kardin man baham hamkaram dr dr rockers ro az radio bomb dad mishnuyim marse shambe va yeshambe az sa'at 12:01 bad azur be zaban englisi sohbat mikonim khahesh mikonam agar dar atrafetun kesani hastan ke fik برنامه رادیو بامداد رو در مورد روانشناسی و عمر مختلف کالچر فرهنگ و زندگی گوش بدن ازشون دعوت کنین به برنامه ما در روزهای شنبه و یک شنبه توجه داشته باشین برمیگردیم و دوباره صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم Dr. Rockers um, at um, uh, Psychology and Culture, and we continue our conversation about um, skills for success, organization, systems creating for organization, and so many other things that are part of these topics.
1: So the first two that we talked about yesterday were things you can do yourself. It's having a number of experiences. It's also connecting with people. Those are things we do on our own, in our own sphere. And then the two we just talked about, which were showing belonging, showing how you belong in an organization, treating it as your own, as well as showing your specializations on the job. Those are things that now we're thinking in a little larger sphere, right? It's in our organization, and our work. And then the last two that she talks about are once we have moved our way up and done those things and accumulated a number of experiences and gotten further in our career, that's when these other come other things come into play so one of those is called she calls magnifying accomplishing and what that means is well what are your accomplishments that you have done and in what way do you let others know about your accomplishment so once you have made your way up it's a good thing to let other people know that might include things like Taking an office in an organization. It might include things like writing an article and getting an article published. It might be things like doing presentations. It it means letting other people know what some of the accomplishments you are you have made. If we think about this in a slightly different way, we've talked about the hero's journey before. In a hero's journey. Essentially, what we're talking about is somebody goes through difficulties and they change and grow as a result of difficulties, and then they come back to their known world having gone through the difficulties. The last part of the hero's journey isn't just returning to where I used to be. The last part is what have I learned and how can I transmit that to other people so they don't have to go through some of the same difficulties I went Mm through. So it's similar to that magnifying accomplishing, what she's saying. You've got some accomplishments. Do you let other people know about that? Mm -hmm. It's an important part.
0: Yeah. And if you have become successful and somebody is coming to your field or is using your knowledge and experiences, just be there for them. As much as you appreciate somebody held your hand and helped you, uh, what is it that, so many of us always talk about one person in our life whether it was a teacher or someone who helped us to get into a profession or someone who helped us to do something. We always remember that. Become one of those people. Become a person that other people remember you and they always say you were the one who held their hand and helped them. And't don't, uh, don't just keep what you know to yourself if you can share. If you can help, Uh, I think in universe we have talked about this many times. We are teachers, we are students at the same time. We learn, we teach. We learn, we teach. Whatever we learn, we share. And I think we learn as we are sharing as well, because it has some bouncing back to us as well. So what you were saying, I totally agree that, you know, as you... Um, you know progress and as you move forward try to help others as well
1: it's so true I for myself I know when I've mentored people and helped people younger people in the profession come along it's pretty rewarding to be able to do that and I really appreciate it when others have done that for me and they've done it they've people have done it for me when I was younger and they didn't I never got the impression they were expecting anything from it. They just did it because they were so appreciated It's so helpful and so appreciated. Yeah. I guess that's another way you can add positive uh, energy to the unit, right?
0: Yeah. And as, as you're growing up at certain age, you don't know how much it's, uh, you know, appreciate uh, how much you, I can appreciate something or, you don't realize that you have to show your appreciation because sometimes in your heart, you realize somebody did good to you. But as you grow older, you feel like, you know, people need to know and to hear that you appreciate them. Um, not that they're waiting for that, but I think it's your part to show them that you saw what they did. You notice how they helped you appreciate them because this is something also as part of giving that we shouldn't keep that to ourselves. If there's something that we like about someone or someone helped us at one point in life, we need to show it to them. Um, and I always feel like this is something we owe to people. If they did little things, if they said something that if even that saying helped you, or you remember I think you need to, as appreciation, you need to show them.
1: That sounds like a wonderful policy. Yeah. It's kind of a, a coda a way of living.
0: Have you heard of Dr. Buscalia or have you, you read know, his books?
1: I have never read any of his books, I day I yeah. know we people talked about them in graduate school and I saw them. He talks a lot about love, right?
0: Yeah, his thing is love. And is so interesting and a funny person. I read most of his books because I just love the way he expresses himself. Says, uh, himself. He talks about, as an example of appreciation, he, he says, I'm walking in the um, campus and I see a woman walking and the hair is shiny, is beautiful, the ray of sun is um, on the hair, and I pass by, and I'm thinking, what a beautiful hair. And then he goes, I passed by, and a minute passes. I run back to that woman to say, hey, your hair is so beautiful. And he says, I thought I may die. I never say what I wanted to say. And this woman may die and never hear how attractive that hair was to me. And even little things that he says, it just resonates in you. And another thing he says, it's more like meaning of life with Dr. Franken, but we talk in psychology a lot about him as well. But he talks about, you know, he's coming back from vacation. He has a good, he had a good time and he's so happy. As he's coming down, he realizes that oh, his house is burned completely. And, and he sees that. So He stops, he stops the car and he gets out of the car. He just sits by the car, had a couple of deep breath breathing. And then he goes, you know what? It happened. What can I do? Can I change it? The house is gone. It was burned when I was gone for vacation. All I can do is just appreciate that I wasn't in that house to be burned. And he said, I just honestly, within a few minutes, thinking this over, I just thought, whatever has happened, has happened, can I change it? And he is amazing when he talks about these things. And then another little thing that I remember, he's late to a very, very important meeting. And as he's getting to the elevator, there's a very slow paced elevator going up to whatever floor he was going. And he says, As I'm waiting there, there are other people, they're talking, they're happy, and his heart is beating, he's thinking, oh my gosh, this meeting is important, and I'm late. But immediately, he just puts his hands over his shoulder, and inside, he says, you know what, the most important thing is that you're lovable, and you are such a good person. He starts telling these things to himself to just calm himself down. And he shares all of this. So he said- didn't,
1: didn't you also say that he said, I just need a hug right now and <laughs> hug himself?
0: Maybe, no, true. I think, yeah. I think
1: you told me that. I love I love that story. That's so great.
0: Isn't it? You know, we think
1: it's it's easy to think it's ridiculous, but there is great value in it.
0: Yeah. 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 There's so many little things that he shares that he says something that was very funny to me. He says, when we were growing up, uh, all the kids at school didn't want to play with, with us. There are six, seven siblings in the family. And he said, it was just because my mother, who was an Italian lady, always had a necklace of garlic in every child's um, neck. So when we went to school, we had a garlic on our head as necklaces, and people didn't want to play with us because, first of all, we looked odd, and the other reason was probably we smelled garlic. <laughs> and he said, for a long time, I was thinking why my mom did that, and I was a little upset that kids didn't like me at that time, didn't want to play with me. But immediately, I thought, oh, and the good thing about those garlics was we never got sick. So I have to appreciate that, (laughs) you know, putting something into perspective to just rather than getting angry as his mom and thinking, oh, she didn't know anything. She didn't know the culture, you know, she goes, he goes, yeah, I I thought about it for a while. And I was just thinking, wow, why people in school were getting were going away from us. But then I appreciate it because I never got sick. So he's, he's so funny.
1: He's able to be real positive about it yeah, hey, want just... jump to I want to jump to the last element of those six, which is she said is using catapulting. And what it means is that you you are able at this stage of your development to utilize some of those linkages you've made with other people to catapult yourself to even better positions. Than you would have been able to if you didn't have made those connections. So it's utilizing those. These are things like as we become more experienced, we're able to do that. It brings up, though, the most one of the most important things about networking, right? Yes. The way you get a job is. You can go through what used to be classifieds and now is like Monster or Indeed or whatever else to get a job, but you're faced with the algorithmic screening out of your application Mm -hmm. and people are not seeing the human being in there because it's just an algorithm that screens you out or screens you in. Yeah. So, Instead, if you know somebody, and most of the most, of, a lot of jobs get filled before they ever get posted, they get posted because they can't fill the job. Yeah. So if you know somebody, that becomes the end. And if you know lots of people, and those people know what you do and know you, then that's how you can get a job. And that's, that's really the value of doing all of these things. We become successful, and successful is can be defined however you want to define it. It's doing what you want to do, doing what's fulfilling.
0: So, uh, catapulting is basically launching the idea, right?
1: L- launching yourself. You know, it's a, a catapult. It launches something, and this is a way to launch yourself into a place that you would not have been able to get to most likely if you did not have those.
0: So, isn't it? Um... Putting yourself into a situation without even thinking what's going to come next. So you're launching yourself. You're putting yourself into that situation.
1: I think at this stage of the game, what she's talking about can be more directed. The earlier things are, you may not get a return on that. It may not happen. But you need to keep doing all those things because you never know where it's going to come back. My interpretation of what she's saying at this stage or this level using Catapulton is you can be more directed. You can say, this is more the exact sort of thing I would like to do. Who could, who among all of the people I've connected with, who can help me? Mm.
0: So at that point, you need the direction.
1: At that point, the yeah. direction makes sense. This is what goes a lot into LinkedIn. If you... Have gone to any of the seminars about using LinkedIn and how to use LinkedIn? That's one of the things that they're talking about. It's in a slightly different way because when you get tons of connections on LinkedIn, you often don't know all the people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there are two schools of thought on that. One is that we don't need to, and the other is you should only connect with people you know. I don't have a particular place on either way. It's just about building your network and you connect.
0: Isn't it, again, uh, yeah, uh, opening up to, again, you know, why would you close that cluster of friends only to specific people? Why don't you open up to others? Because this is, again, same phenomenon as other things we were talking about because sometimes you may not even know someone. Uh, Like, for example, with Tabana, I hear a lot of different people connecting me through LinkedIn, Linked it that um, they ask about our organization either they're selling their thing you know what they do whatever it is or they like to know our organization better and who knows you know uh, how this connection might work both ways so what I'm saying is back to what we started our conversation with to opening up um, I'm always open to you know Why don't we just if we have um, that networking, um, let's say LinkedIn, why don't we open to everyone, you know, so that way you're right. You have so many connections and sometimes you can get to them because they send you messages and all that. But at least if one day you need or they need you, you're out there and you're open. So that's some sort of similar thinking again. So Dr. Rockers, we are at the end of our program. Uh, As always, I appreciate uh, conversing with you and putting it out for our listeners to listen to our conversation. If uh, you would just sum up what you, you wanna say as a statement that we always have at the end of our program.
1: I would say this, I would say it, the philosophy is simple. The execution of it can be more challenging, but the philosophy is get actively involved. Get actively involved in your life, get actively involved in your organization and get actively involved in your community, whatever that. Is.
0: I agree 100%. You need to get involved. So that would be our mantra. Get involved, have your networking expanded. And the last time we also talked about the community involvement So um, I'm an advocate of expanding our networking, and there's usually good things coming out of that. So with that, I want to say goodbye and thank my colleague and friend Dr. Rockers for another psychology and culture session. And we're going to come back next week and talk about another topic in uh, psychology and culture.
2: از سر شاید این بار کمی بهتر نوشت آشقی را غرق در باور نوشت قصه ها را به سیدی گرد از خواجای دوباره که گفت بر we as بابر ملشت قصه ها را به سمی دیگر نمشت از کجا این بابر آمد که گفت سر بر نگردد سر گرچه سرد و سخت زیباست موج این دریا گرد سرم گذاشتم سرنوشت سر گذاشتم مش حافظ پای کوبانو غزل خوان لشکر غم را بسوزان بر فلک صاف نمانده این زمانه هر بزن تادیکران سر مله را باید دست سر و با کمی بهتر نبود، آو شیرا ها را به از کجای که رویت سر